Welcome, friends of the universe. We are Soul Women. We are three 20-something-year-old women working towards growing and learning in our spirituality and life practices daily. We have come together to talk all things adulting, learning more deeply about our own souls as well as others, and to give healthy insight on how to live a life of wellness. We work together to have relatable conversations and hope to help promote a lifestyle of inner peace while also maintaining our unique life perspectives and advice. So let's get started. episode 13 and we are going to be getting to know our other co-host Callie. Oh here I am. So for those of you who haven't yet listened to Mars episode because there's a lot of good information about her on that one. Oh yes. And we're gonna do one today on Callie. Yes we are. Because we think it's really important for you guys to know who who you're listening to and so you can you know get a better idea of where we come from, why we believe the way uh, the, way, the way that we do and how we kind of move through the world. And we're also different that sometimes it's nice to just hear and relate to one of us. So yeah. we're going to talk about how we're different and celebrate yeah. that because it's okay to be different. Oh, wow. What a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a children's book called It's I Okay to Be Different. I, know, I love it. Read it to me. With Mar, we started by having her explain just like a really brief synopsis of kind of who she is. I know that that's hard to do because there's so many like facets of who you are, but this is just going to be like the main things that you're passionate about that really can describe sort of who you are, what you're doing with your life right now. Beautiful. I love that. Um, well, little parts about me because, I mean, I think that we are all ever-changing and growing humans, so you could, you're adding to your story every day, and I think that's the point of it. So I view myself as a pretty creative person. I love music and I love writing poetry. I love journaling. I love doing yoga. I love going on hikes and walks through nature. I love just being in the sunshine and being around people who I feel comfortable with and who who push me to grow. And so with music, I majored in music in college uh, as well as speech and language therapy with a minor in psych. And I am using my music degree and I'm in a band in uh, in my town and we're ever growing right now and we're getting some bigger gigs and it's really fun i love to sing i love to write music and mar and i actually write music together yes, we and do. you know we just released a, oh, a new single fun. on soundcloud <laughs> what's it called mar it's called sheets and we wrote it together and we, we wrote made it together. together we made it together we sweat and bled <laughs> and cried together uh, uh, but yeah we good. have a, we have a really fun time with that and so please yeah we love listen. sharing our creative energies together yeah. so i'm from a really small town and i grew up where religion was really common among all my peers and even when i was in middle school i was kind of told that i was going to hell because i was never baptized i wasn't raised with a religion and i was i was raised with the idea of you know you believe what you want to believe in as long as it's not hurting other people and you're not shoving your ideas down other people's throats. I didn't even know what God was until I was in middle school. And before then, I like I knew there was a God, but I didn't know how important it was. And for a lot of people, it's a cornerstone in their life when they're growing up. And it's easier to believe in something, from my perspective, it's easier to believe in something if you're raised with it. And it's a part of your culture growing up and a part of your life. So 
when I started uh, when I started high school, I was going to my friend's youth group a couple times and because I wanted to just see what religion was about. And by doing that, I became even more terrified by religion than I even was before because, I mean, coming out of middle school where people are telling you that you're going to hell and then you go into something and you're like, okay, maybe maybe I can salvage this idea because I know that a lot of people believe in this, so maybe I'll try. But it didn't work out that way for me. And I always had a negative view on it. So I started kind of, I, I called myself atheist for a long time and then eventually that grew into me saying I was agnostic, which means you don't, you can't prove or disprove the existence of a higher being. And so I was like, this is my comfortable point because I can't prove it. And I think when I started getting older, I started aligning more with Buddhist beliefs and um, just good karma, bad karma. And I wanted to be the best person possible um, just in and of myself because I felt like that was going to be the best life. If I'm giving energy to people, and that's where energy started coming into play in my life. And I think I started calling my life energy um, by that term even before I began my spiritual journey because I was like, well, your energy, like I can, I can sense your energy or I can feel that and I can feel my own. And when I started becoming more self-reflective and that's where I kind of started getting more into my spiritual side and that started when I got more into going to like music festivals and getting more into my passion of music and meditating and yoga because it really puts you into your body and kind of melds the uh, the path between your mind and your body so I think that was what helped me become more spiritual. So what would you say was your very first experience of like knowing there was something bigger than you or a higher power or a God or the universe? What was your first like pivotal moment where you were like, yep, I believe in something bigger? Because obviously you go through a little bit of like an atheist phase. Mm -hmm. Maybe you had it prior to then, but... Let's talk about after that phase that you went through of non-believing. Like, what was that moment where you're like, okay, wow. Yeah, I think for me, it was when I was at, it was when I was, coincidentally enough, it was when I was at a music festival, and I was surrounded by people, people that I loved, and I was at this beautiful place in a forest, and it just felt like I was at, I was in that moment at the perfect point in my life because I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I was passionate about. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't even really know how I viewed myself. And there was this moment when the music was perfect, the people around me were perfect, this, like just the environment was perfect. And I felt this like light within myself and I felt this racing energy throughout myself and it didn't feel like normal and I think it was also because I was focusing so much on my breath because when I started getting more into yoga it's like they you, you talk about breath work a lot and I started incorporating that into into my daily life and so I think breath for me turned into that is how I move my energy and so it's like how am I moving that energy to 
you know, serve myself better. Mm -hmm. And I think I started having more of those moments where it was just like, this feels too perfect. But it was because I manifested that. And so that's where I started saying, not so much a higher power, because I've never really believed that there's a higher power. I believe that we're all on the same energy wavelength, and it's a give and take of energy, and there's always balance of it. And I think, I mean, I'm, I'm also not saying that there is no higher power. But it was more of a feeling of like, that we're all connected, or we're all one, or we're yeah. all unified, Completely. versus feeling like, but it's a similar, that similar, um, yeah. like goosebumpy and I think, feeling. I think my other big part of that moment that I, that I forgot to say was, you know, just being in nature. I think that's where I feel like most connected because you're around other living things, and we are all on the same, the same wavelength, even with with nature. And so, I think that's why, like, I, I really, I really just connect to the planet and the earth and flowers and mountains and grass and trees because we are all living things and we are all breathing and we are all sharing and passing energy. And I think that's, it was one of those moments where not like, oh my gosh, there's a God, but there's a deeper meaning to all of this, and we are all connected through the same thread. And Cal, you're very well known to have quite high energy and be more of an extroverted than I would say introverted. You come across as you're more extroverted. So how do you cultivate that energy? How do you you recycle that energy through? Because obviously you're getting it from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know that you're human and we know that you can't always be like that 24 7 low energy definitely exists yes. in there and i think it that's to, yin, I, yin and yang yin, yin and yang and i think that's something that not a lot of people know about me and it's only the people who are closest to me that actually know that i have low days because <laughs> if i'm having a low day like i don't really i don't really advertise it anywhere and my introverted self has definitely grown within the past, I'd say even six months, mm-hmm. especially in the last two months. And I've really felt it. There was a point where I was like, I was like, am I introverted or am I depressed? <laughs> I don't know. Because my whole entire life, I had well, always, your whole, I had always identified as yeah. an extrovert. Your whole routine changes when you oh, completely, yeah. become more introverted. And I mean, all of you know about the Myers-Briggs test and mm-hmm. with everything in that realm you take it with a grain of salt and you just kind of go with the flow and you read through it and you can kind of apply whatever you want to your life and I remember when I first took it and I was identified as like 95% extrovert whereas now and I just recently took it after getting back from my trip and I was 57% in uh, 57% extroverted and it completely made sense because I look more inwardly to recycle that energy now. And in the past, I would go out and hang out with people or I would Mm -hmm. schedule coffee dates. I would have like at least a coffee date with a friend or hanging out with a friend every single day because that's where I got my energy. And I always identified as an extrovert. So when I started going more introverted, I realized that I was more of a hybrid of the two than I expected to be. 
And I think that just comes with naturally growing in your life and maturing. And, you know, the time that I do have in my day, I want it to be growth. I want it to be, you know, I want it to be worthwhile for me. So if I am spending time with people, it's people that I find myself growing with and that I feel comfortable with. And I think things for me that help me recycle my energy are Mm -hmm. doing yoga, meditating. Uh, I love journaling. I love cooking. And I love writing poetry. And, you know, sometimes I like dyeing my hair. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's all therapy. It's all therapy. And... um, but yeah, I think I think it was definitely something that I grew into, uh, especially be, being more introverted. You know, now uh, on a Friday night, if I have it free, I'm definitely going to want to stay in mm-hmm. and maybe watch a documentary. <laughs> versus in the past, I'd be like, okay, who's going like who's going out and like getting getting drinks or something. I just want to point out that you are using energy to create energy, and I think that's a a lot of people's I don't want to say problems but places where people struggle is trying to find energy in their lives and thinking that oh I need to just like rest and watch tv which Mm -hmm. hey a documentary here and there yeah but you're using energy to create more energy for yourself so you have this whole list Mm -hmm. of things you said that give you energy and every single one of them you have to use energy for yeah and I think a lot of people who struggle with expelling energy the way you do or um, having energy the way you do aren't doing a lot yeah kind of maybe sitting around or feeling like unmotivated and in order to be motivated you have to start doing something yeah and I think it kind of goes with our last podcast too where you know if you're going to accept change into your life like you're the only one who can hold yourself accountable for that so for me since I was so used to always doing something with people I was like okay well I'm gonna do something but just with myself Mm. I have a great time when I'm by myself and I think that's also when I you know my social circle kind of got a lot smaller because I was like okay well if I am spending time with people who am I who am I growing most with and not even because that kind of sounds weird in a way but it was like no, it doesn't sound weird. It doesn't? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I but. definitely live my life by that. Like, if I don't feel like I'm being pushed by the people I'm around, then what's the point? True. Yeah. I think that was always something that was uh, a little bit hard for me to accept just because I had always been friends with so many people. But then when I was like, okay, who's who's really here for all of me? Mm-hmm. Like, all of Cali, Because, you know, again... I have my low days too, just like any other person. You are human. And I realized that a lot of people weren't willing to be there for my low days. They don't know what to do no. because they're so used to you being <laughs> having like, like they're like, the one people go to. Exactly. They forget that you're yeah. also. And so I think that's when I that's when I really started condensing my social circle mm-hmm. was when I was like, I only want to be around people who are really supporting me in all forms. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Good call on that one. (laughs) That's how you found us. I would say so. And I think also ways of kind of rejuvenating my energy. If I am feeling any sort of anxiety or tension, I always resort back to my I am statements or like I start saying what I'm grateful for. And I know we've talked about this in the past, but 
I say, like, I am supported, I am passionate, I am independent, I am grateful, I am loved, I am growing, I am here, I am breathing, and I am enough. And I will just repeat those things until it's like, well, yeah, I'm, like, I mean, I think I'm amazing because I've manifested a life for myself, and I live by that, and I, I hold myself to a standard of mm-hmm. living and a standard of happiness. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's kind of like we talked about in the last episode, too, yeah. that it's a confidence builder to mm-hmm. follow through mm-hmm. and to do things that make you happy and not just talk about those things Completely. or post about them on social media. And just like Mar and I can be your, not that you need people proving that you actually do this, but even when Callie's not posting on social media, which she does have days or weeks where she's not on there at all like she's still doing all these things she's still doing yoga she's still making music she's still it's not just like putting it out there to act like that's what she's doing all the time it's funny that's what helps you I guess but it's like I had somebody reach out to me on Instagram and they were like you haven't been posting a lot like have you have you not been making things have you not been like going out at all I haven't seen you post about it like have you made anything and I'm like well, it doesn't matter if I'm posting about it or not. Same with, like, I think in terms of relationships, like when people say, hey, you haven't posted a picture of you and Alvin in a long time. Like, are you still together? Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, personal. things happen. Like, Instagram and I think social media is just a small snippet. It's a piece of the pie, a very small piece of the pie in terms of your life. So it's, mm-hmm. you have to take that with a grain of salt, too. I agree. And now we want to talk about your travel to Europe that you just came back from. Um, Basically talk about how how you grew from that. Yeah. Um, Well, you know me, I love talking about this trip. And so for those of you who don't know, I just went on a three-week trip through Europe and I went to seven different countries and it was amazing and it was beautiful and I changed in so many ways. Um, My life perspective changed uh, my body even changed and you know my passions were amplified and we could have a whole podcast devoted to this topic but we'll save you that and if you want to ask any particular questions feel free to reach out to me on social media at Callie Sky you'll find it on our Instagram too mm-hmm. um, but I think one of the biggest things that I learned from this trip was that I am comfortable anywhere in the world and it's mentally, emotionally, physically comfortable as long as I'm comfortable, you know, within myself. And it really helped me turn inward and I saw myself from a whole different perspective on this trip. And I think it really amplified how I am more introverted than I thought and I love being alone. And I feel very comfortable being alone. And, you know, if you wanna go to an art museum all day, you can. If you want to stay in a coffee shop for four hours, you can because you are all do, you're just doing things that make you happy. And so I think that's one of the big things I fell in love with while traveling was that there was so much freedom to just do anything that my soul was aching for and that I that was like calling to me. And you know, there were so many times where I like sat in parks or gardens and I just watched people pass me by and. I am definitely a big people watcher, and I I know that there are others out there like me. (laughs) Um, Another big thing I learned was that there's 
a lot of patience you have to have while you're traveling because your plans can change so quickly and the energies around you are also changing so for me i was alone for essentially like two weeks and i was seeing people here and there and i had couch surfing hosts that i was hanging out with and after those two weeks i reunited with some some old friends and it really takes uh it takes a second to get back to normal life and being around people that you know and that know you because when you're alone for that much time like you really aren't used to having long conversations with people Mm -hmm. and so coming back into that you kind of fumble your way through it but you do it and it's awesome and you just kind of fall into the groove of it again and I think that's the beauty in it one of my favorite parts of all time was standing on the edge of the cliffs of moor in Ireland because you know it really it really goes to show that if you if you physically put yourself in a different spot in the world your perspective is going to change and how you see things is going to change it's inevitable and so if you hop on a if you hop on a plane and you go across the country if you take a train and you go somewhere if you hop on a bus do whatever you want you like your ideas about the world are going to change. So I think that was one of my first moments where I really stood and I was looking out over the ocean and I saw seagulls flying at different levels and I was absolutely amazed and my breath was just like stolen from my body and it really just proved that, you know, the world is going to keep moving around you regardless of if you're doing what you love or not so why not do what you love and why not do what you're passionate about because you only have this life and you get to put yourself wherever you want in the world you get to put yourself in any experience you get to put yourself around whoever you want and whatever influences you want and that's going to build your life that's going to build your career and your passion and your identity so why not do things that you're passionate about I think that was my biggest takeaway from Europe. And obviously there are a lot of other amazing things that happen along the way, but that was probably my biggest thing that I learned personally. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. So we're gonna ask our final question, which Mm -hmm. we're gonna ask every time we do a little mini interview. And that is, what is your mantra? So my mantra is um, something that I started saying as I was landing in Baltimore for the first time to meet Albert and I was freaking out and this was the thing that I came up with in that moment that calmed me and I started using it every day and you know in times of like really high stress this is what I use even when I'm calm it's what I use and I hope it helps you out too if you're looking for a mantra that you like but I say everything will be okay don't hold back embrace the chaos and be present and I will just repeat those Mm. I love that. I do too. too. I'm going to use that now. (laughs) Well, thank you, Cal. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was so nice to hear about you. It was so fun interviewing you. I'm really glad that our um, our listeners and our friends can get to know each and every one of us a little bit more through these podcasts. Yeah, these little mini-series. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We love you. If you guys have any more questions, please feel free to send them out to us on Instagram. And we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can. Yeah. In today's podcast episode, is coming at you live from our Airbnb.
back, please. <laughs> Can we be real with them? Can we tell them that it is 12.30 in the morning? And this is pro- this is our third recording. We are doing this. Because we guess what? Having, we are not human. We are. <laughs> I meant we are human and we make mistakes. And this is, I just think we should add it in because they should know. Because Callie rocked that. Thank you. Guys. That was about her third time doing it, oh, and it was do. beautiful. We, we experienced some technical difficulties. Always, every time. And, <laughs> you know, let's be honest. There was one time where we recorded a whole entire podcast for you guys. I think we told them. Oh, we, I think we mentioned it, and it was deleted afterwards. Yeah. And there was so much good content in it. Content. There's a lot of content. A lot of content in there. <laughs> 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 